0: Out a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network. Wicked
1: respect. This is Native Wayne Jobson, and you're listening to Radio Eight Ball with Anthra Jones.
2: Radio Eight Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate. selected you and help us
3: back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Black National Studios in Missoula, Montana with... Actually, I've been saying Black National Studios, but it's really just Black National Studio. Someday there'll be studios, I'm sure. But we're hanging out here in this fabulous studio with our musical guest, Armina Jean.
0: Hello.
3: Having fun, Armina?
0: I am, and having lots of interesting thoughts and tra- yeah. trains of conversations <laughs> yeah. are going all over the place.
3: Yeah, That's this great. is this is this is your life, Remina Jean. Your life in songs and synchronicity. And now we're joined by another of your, another of your invitees to the Radio Eight Ball show. Welcome to Radio Eight Ball and the realm of the pop oracle, Linda Grindy. Thank you. So, uh, let's see. Tell us about this fabulous person, Armina.
0: Okay, well, Linda, when I was when I was a kid in Big Fork, Montana, she was my theater, dance, cranial sacral therapist, person that taught brain
1: gym at our school.
3: Brain gym? Wait, what's brain gym?
0: Can you explain it?
1: Simply, it's how movement affects and actually can improve the functioning of your brain.
3: So, more uh, somatic... Sort of that's like it's sort of similar to what we were talking about earlier with the dance. And oh you missed that. But this is there's a there's a theme here, so that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. So and you and you lump dance and acting and craniosacral healing well, all together.
0: I feel like she's a, a woman of many, many talents and but were they all one taught, class
3: or was this she
0: just taught I feel like this is how I remember it, that I was a kid, so I could re- be remembering it wrong. But I feel like you were always there teaching us the enrichment clusters, which is what they called them, where, like, after school, somebody comes and teaches you dance or theater or whatever. And she was coming and teaching all kinds of things in my memory. And then she was also my cranial sacral therapist. Got it. I had bad migraines as a child, so she was helping me with that.
3: Did, uh, did you, do you still have them, or did you work that out?
0: I haven't had one since I was 20. Good for you.
3: Yeah, right on. You we can't did. see it, but Linda just gave the <laughs> the fist, you know, clench of a winner.
0: The yeah! cranial sacral thumbs up.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: we're also cranny, uh, We're also canine relatives.
0: Oh right, and also we get we. Did we sell your, the dog? To your you?
1: dog was my dog's father.
0: Yes. Oh wow! My one eyed dog impregnated my neighbor's Could see dog, well enough. and we gave. <laughs>
3: One-eyed dog does sound like a euphemism. <laughs>
0: like, sorry. He fathered many,
3: many dogs around she the neighborhood. She was the best dog ever. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I see it. There's just a cartoon just played out in my mind. This one-eyed dog snoop, snooping around the neighbor's house, just impregnating them all and making lots of little... just gorgeous little puppies. Yeah. So uh, what's this one I what was the one I is the one I dog's name?
0: His name was Seji. Oh,
3: was. We're saying in the past. Yeah. Seji yeah. is no longer with past. us, only in spirit and memory. Yeah, and um, Yoda Lady who was Yoda. The baby dog. Is that is that a Star Wars reference or is that just well, a Yoda? Well,
1: originally said yoda but my son said mom yoda's a boy so i said yoda lady who
3: <laughs> that's wonderful that's great that's a lot of wordplay in there it's fun
1: you could also yodel it
3: yes you can you, will you no <laughs> will you armina i think you would be the best one to do that yodel you know sandman okay there we Perfect. It's always good to have a yodeler in the audience. It's
0: like he was waiting for
3: that. <laughs> we toured together. I know when to t- I know when to hand it off to Sandman. So, so, uh, uh, so, and uh, like uh, well, I asked someone earlier, this. So you have known I Amina mean, a long time. You've seen her whole evolution as an artist.
1: I think I was there at the first time that you played at Clementine's Whoa, in Big Fork. really? Mm-hmm. Wow
3: so it's really there it's it's always fun to watch I mean that's one of the great things about uh, you know getting older in this world is you get to watch you know people go along this the whole path like I, when I was when I was a kid you come along to anyone who can do anything seems like how can they do that because you meet everyone in the middle of their path and then after you've been doing this a long, you, a long while you get to see someone that's kind of we talked about sandman the first time I saw sandman play I'd been touring a little i'd done i'd had a little bit more of an artist artistic career and he showed up at this open mic and hey he's saying the most arrogant song in the world and it was so it just was completely undercutting and didn't seem arrogant at all but I, it's like all this uh, a sneak and suspicion i still i got a sneak and suspicion that somebody loves me tonight <laughs> He's saying it to all his people, and it just shouldn't have worked, but it did. It was fantastic. I was totally won over. Anyway, sounds about right. <laughs> so, but it, did you have a similar experience with Ermina, where you've see, you've gotten to see her at all these different phases in her career?
1: Absolutely. It's it's a, it's so exciting to not only see her at the early stage, but to wind up living in the same town, and now see this and now know each other as like Blasming. as peers yeah. like
3: you were knew each other as student teacher now you're just fellow artists hang in this out, community
1: hang out go to go to the party together
0: yeah we're always at the same parties just like Trisha and Alana and Chris
3: <laughs> cool I feel like I'm at one That's of them now s-
1: <laughs> small town
3: <laughs> so, and she uh, are do you still act
1: I'm a director
3: oh so do you direct where do you direct plays?
1: I've been doing a lot of work with one-woman shows, um, and I'm working on two right now.
3: Two one-woman shows. So three women.
1: Nope, two separate productions. One is going to New York in September, and the other uh, just won the um, Montana Playwrights Consortium. It's a new, it's a new organization, and that play was chosen to be produced here, in missoula at the downtown dance collective we're looking at dates in the fall cool oh. very very cool
3: exciting and but you, but so you don't you don't get on stage anymore
1: i have uh, the last uh, the last time was at the phillipsburg opera house i did two seasons out there
3: mm. when when was that
1: um two summers ago
3: and do you Personally do not. you feel that do you feel like you, like every few years, do you get that feeling? Of like,
1: I love being on stage. I want to do it again. <laughs> yeah.
3: Is it is it the role that that calls you or the production that calls you or just you just feel like it's time for me to do something? Um,
1: when the call comes, I answer it. Yeah,
3: like an actor. <laughs> yes. yes. Cool. Uh, okay, cool. Well, let's get into your musical divination. What's your question for the Pop Oracle?
1: Well, 50 years ago, we were told that the answer is blowing in the wind. And I was just wondering, since the winds of change have hit us, what is blowing in the wind now?
3: What is blowing <laughs> in the wind? <laughs> I love it. Uh, so now to engage the pop oracle, you, Linda Grindy, get to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 we love And now we have landed on the same thing, so we're going to switch to the cards. Oh. Okay, and now, Linda Grindy, to engage the Pop Oracle, you get to pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card, pick a card, any card. Pick a, 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 pick pick a card. That was such a subtle way of delivering that. I've never done that like that before. That was song number one. Trucks. What's blowing in the wind? Trucks. (laughs) Tornadoes are coming. (laughs)
0: That's the answer.
2: (laughs) Very simple. their side and lost their magic, and I wanted to end this ride.
3: That was trucks from, I mean, Jean, the answer to, to the question from Linda Grindy. What is blowing in the wind <laughs> now? That's uh, that's that do, that does look like send like a scene out of Twister. <laughs> so, well, is, is it literally about trucks or trucks? We're going to find out the trucks are a metaphor for something else in, in the song.
0: It was about, I think this was, it was about a a road trip that I shouldn't have gone on Um, Mm -hmm. and finding out that I was very lonely with this one person that I was with and kind of trying to imagine magic with uh, the oncoming traffic. I was kind of finding myself trying to imagine that things were really great um, and that there was magic outside the car.
3: Now I want to ask something else about your writing because you you gave me the lyrics to to some of your songs, Mm
1: -hmm.
3: and the way you write your songs when they're written, there are there's usually like one phrase that is capitalized like it's shouted (laughs) in the way you write them. Is that in? Does that because it's not necessarily the chorus? Is that? It's, such, it's an interesting – I always like to see the way songwriters write their songs because they're not intended to be read. They're intended to be mm-hmm. heard, and the audience doesn't know that unless they're reading it. But having read that, I heard you shouting those lines. Right. Is, are those intended as, as – um, in this case, it was the lines, I did not steal your heart. You threw it at me, and I threw it up. I did not break your heart. I made you sad, and now it's dark. Uh-huh. Is that line – the most important line in the song is, it seems like when you tell it what it's about, that's the line that tells us what the song is, is about.
0: Yeah, you know, I, d- I hadn't written the words like that till last night, but I guess I was trying to, I'm. Um, this is one of the ones I wrote for my old band, Butter, mm-hmm. a long time ago, and I um, was trying to demarcate kind of where the intense part was yeah. in the song for me, not necessarily the chorus, like you said, but remind myself, this is like the climax of the song, and
3: yeah, okay, cool Yeah,
0: it's not really how I usually type things
3: hmm.
0: I don't type songs usually
3: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> unless you have to type them for a show Where they need the lyrics Or you're putting them on the back of a record You you usually don't write them out in
2: right. this way mm-hmm. Maybe
3: you make little notes so you can remember them But I don't know about you When I write, if I have to remember a song I don't write all the lyrics Right. Yep. I'll write the first line of a first mm-hmm. verse And that'll all be fine uh, Okay, well, Linda What did you think about that as the answer to your question?
1: Well I can't help but feel like we're all in, in that vehicle looking at this barren landscape wishing we weren't in this truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the idea that there's magic outside and, you know, that maybe some I mean at this point all we can hope for is magic, right?
3: Mhm. Yeah. Um yeah, I definitely like the idea of this line of trucks just delivering I don't know things that we're going to throw away. Well, to I'm people thinking who on a much more
1: philosophic yeah. level, you know. Since I was talking about that period in time when that we were first told that the answer was blowing in the wind, and now it's like, wow, maybe it's just a tornado out there. I don't know.
3: Oh, I was also just thinking about just like, like what's blowing in the wind is, I don't know, is the, pol- the pollution that comes out of the backs of those trucks. The junk that ends up in landfills that's inside of those trucks, the people who are driving those trucks that don't that aren't unionized and don't have health care, and are I think you're maybe, reading
1: way more into this. This is this is
3: I have you not I, I, I take it you haven't really listened to the show. That's what we do. That's that's, that's our whole thing is reading too much into it. Yeah. I
1: like the magic angle on yeah. it though that it has more of a more of a almost surreal sense of. Almost lifting off the road, you know these lights are out there, and suddenly you're in a truck. But where are we now? You know it's well, I, I, I we're like, in a bad
3: I, relationship with a with a guy that we're trying to uh, pretend doesn't exist, staring into the light, which we actually yeah,
1: which we actually, that's pretty much exactly described our situation.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, and there is a funny little synchronicity is that the first song I ever wrote was a song called Don't Fuck With Trucks. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, it was uh, toward, sort of the 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 tune of Teach Your Children Well. Don't ever fuck with trucks. Uh, it was not a great song, but it was the first one. And you never forget your first song. Mm. I actually forget. I don't know, that's the only part I remember. You never forget your first title. Uh, but just We're talking about songs and trucks and first, you know, old songs from a long time ago. So I just thought that was mm-hmm. an interesting little synchronicity. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where can we, uh, is there any place we can find your work and, and stuff? Where, no, no. you got to come to Missoula. <laughs> Theater
1: is ethereal. Yeah. It's there, and then you can yes. talk about it later.
3: Like lights on the highway. Kind of- your host Andros Jones, wishing you lots of spine tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio White Ball
2: Show. It's a good show.